How though? I thought they were like celibate and all that shit. They're not celibate. What? They 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 just bang with their helmets on and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Tight. Welcome to Nerd Chatter, a weekly podcast where we discuss stories throughout the week from film, gaming, and tech industries. Joined today by Garrett and Kenny. What's up, guys? What's up? Hey, how's it going? On this week's show, we chat a little bit about Mandalorian Season 3. Uh, but before we get going, you know, depending on what platform you listen to the show on, make sure to follow and subscribe. Hit us with that like if you're on YouTube. That'd be fantastic. Mando Season 3. Gentlemen, we're here, finally. Yes. Yes. How long has it been? Yeah. How long since the last and, episode? Not oh, counting well, Boba Fett. Yeah, I was about to say, if you count Boba Fett, I mean, it's been a year. Um, so, I mean, it's really been two years. Two years. Yeah, two years and three months-ish. Two oh, months my ish. God. More yeah, than two been, years? Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a minute. What is this? Yeah. So, I mean, we did we did have the, the cameo, the extended, the extended cameo I mean, in Boba Fett. Was, yeah, that was, that was basically... Season 2.5? <laughs> co-star yeah. appearance of, of Mando. Um, yeah, so I mean, like, I guess first off, what about that, right? That approach of it take leaving from what well, the last scene we saw is Luke taking Grogu, right? Yeah, we see Luke taking Grogu at the end of season two, and if you don't watch Boba Fett, hey, guess what? <laughs> you have no idea what's going Grogu's on. Grogu's just showing up in the back of the this brand new starfighter, like <laughs> chilling, waving at people. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Sam, I'm like, my thing is is. Boba Fett started off so stale. I mean, in my opinion, obviously people were, would fight, you know, that whole argument. But Boba Fett to me was kind of like cheesy. It felt like cheap and pointless, uh, which I mean made sense that they brought in those characters, right? The member berries yeah. started flowing uh, to make the show worth it. Essentially, you just got taken away from Boba and you were focusing on Mando again. So, I mean, like you said, you know, coming into this episode, and if you haven't watched Boba Fett, which, like I said, was starting like stale you know what i mean like it was yeah. very like boring and like i don't know like it just it, it didn't vibe and like naturally yeah. towards that last half you know you get what you want and you see all these characters and stuff and you get development in a story that's not even you know not even right. that show yeah well and i i think the biggest thing with boba fett is you know the first couple episodes it was super slow rolling getting the tuscan raider story going on it wasn't until mandalorian showed up it was like oh hey okay this is pretty cool and like things where I like, like the pace was picking up. Um, I felt like the choice of directors um, definitely hindered the how, like how Boba Fett um, mm-hmm. helped like progressed. Yeah. Um, I mean, we had it's it was the same director that Boba Fett came was like came back in season two of Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. Um, for the uh, that Boba Fett episode, but there was not the same intensity. Um, like it's like he. Like went to the guitar amp and went okay. I, I we're, we were at eleven, but now we need to go to like four. And it was just yeah. like okay, this is really not the same vibe that we got. Yeah, and you have the scooter kids <laughs> zipping around, the driving kids. at twenty miles yeah. an hour. Yeah, the the like the non, just I don't know. It just didn't it didn't feel like something that was. Eh, I have to keep up with this show. Yeah, it's like yeah, whatever. So I can see yeah. a lot of people checking out, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, so um, that was my defi- concern. Yeah, if I wasn't a, like a, a hardcore Star Wars fan, I probably would have checked out. Yeah. Uh, because it was slow. 
But I mean, I consume all Star Wars content, so that's just my own fault. <laughs> above and beyond. Yeah, yeah, I mean, my it's just it, it didn't it didn't feel like it was there to like serve a purpose, and then they kind of snuck in this little secondary purpose. Yeah, I yeah. mean, there was two full episodes directly of Mandalorian in like Boba Fett, and like other great story development going on with Grogu and Din in the last episode or two of. Uh, Boba Fett. So it was just like this really weird yeah. vibe that came out of it. It was just like, okay, this is. I mean, I it, it, Boba Fett really didn't have like a clear trajectory, like trajectory. You know, if you get what I'm like throwing yeah, down. They're there. just using that character because yeah. the character was there and they could. Yeah, um. but um, yeah. So I mean, we show up in uh, this week when we start watching Mandalorian or the you know the first episode of. Mandalorian season three. I mean, there. I, I think Din says, "Yeah, Grogu just came back to me." Essentially, he was just like, "Okay, what?" I, he returned to me. I must. I must <laughs> yeah. go to Mandalore and bathe in the water. <laughs> yeah, like, it was just like, <laughs> yeah. all of that was just like. They I rushed. Felt it. Like they 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 were rushing the explan like the explanation, um, and even the, the little catch up in before the episode was yeah. like cheap like it was not cheap cheap but like you know what i mean like it just it had it didn't have any meat on that bone like it barely yeah. kind of got across like yeah, what like, you should be stuff, aware of yeah where was the stuff with luke skywalker like yeah. in him training grogu so um i think this is a, a great time to talk about what um some of the things that uh john favreau have said in the media leading yeah. up to the uh, premiere um he said that it's been one to two years since the end of season two um, and, um, so for the most part, most of that time was with Grogu with Luke Skywalker. Um, then the last chunk of that is they're reunited and Din's really taking on like the, you know, adopted father, um, thing. Like we can see him teaching him how to like what's going on in this like the cockpit of the starfighter yeah. and all of those things and you get the those little like moments where he's like training him to be a mandalorian which is going to be interesting it's teaching um, him to be a, sta a space traveler and you know yeah. navigate around yeah. yeah so um anyways i i think that's really interesting that um grogu spent so much time with luke but it let I me mean, we don't really see that yet other than you know we see him are, he's able to do so much with the Rancor uh, from Boba Fett, but I mean, we haven't seen what he's capable of. Um, so my thing is, is like, okay, so was he with Luke for almost two years, or has it been almost two years since the last episode of the last season? And if so, like, how long has he been with Mando after leaving Luke? You know, yeah, to so now, <laughs> where are we? From, you know what I mean. Yeah, so what they, they basically said has been one to two years since the last episode of um, Mandalorian, not including Boba Fett, and that um, in that chunk of time, Grogu spent a lot of time, almost a year, with Luke Skywalker. So whatever mm. the actual timeline is, I don't think they have quite dialed it, like dialed in yet, so the... Yeah. It's. I think at this moment, without seeing, like, an in-universe time, like time date, you know, there, it's going to be pretty much impossible to tell, you know, 
Grogu's been with Din for two months and five days or anything like that. That's yeah. just not possible right now. Uh, well, I mean, I guess, I mean, before we start getting into some of the fine details, what do you guys think? Kenny, what do you think of the episode? I enjoyed it. I mean, it was to like, it was slow at first, but you, I mean, you can't expect a banger right off the bat. Like everything, like also in the plot just like opens up, but, yeah. um, it was interesting to uh, you know see what was going on like after like, after those what two years so um, like what's what's going on with the uh, the armor and like what's going on with like Bo-Katan and the all those situation people. with Mandalore yeah. and all that right. it, it was a nice little catch up it yeah. was kind of like um, like the Force Awakens I'm not I'm not throwing any shade yeah <laughs> I'm just saying like. It was it was in that sense where it was kind of like what you already knew. It was just to kind of warm you up and get you back into the headspace. It was a lot more lighthearted. I mean, you got the pirates like they're just kind of yeah. like bopping in glorious. That was like we'll, very to, we'll talk random. about the pirates. Yeah, we well, got to talk about the pirates. But you know, it 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 felt like okay, here's our characters again. Here's the world they live in. Here's a small little hurdle that they need to get past in this episode. But yeah. this is just to wet your whistle to get you back in that headspace, you know? Well, I think this episode set up, or it did a, its main job is setting up the rest of the season. Yeah, um, which is that goal he has that yeah. he stated nine times in the episode. Well, <laughs> it's all to be honest, I think we're going to see him at going to Mandalore next episode. I think we're going to see him in the waters of the mine, if it, it still exists, next episode. I think they're going to get that done super quick. And then we're going to get into some uncharted territory. Um, I think they're going to get through that like stuff that we're expecting fairly quick and have a lot of unknown elements for the rest of the season, which is great. I would assume um, that they would drag out Mandalore at least into like two episodes where there's some type of climax that reaches between like a two, two episode art arc. You so know? The, the, the rumor is that um, it there will be some arcing going on because um, the the general press was able to see the first two episodes. Um, yeah, I saw people on Twitter. I was like, "What?" And I was looking in my in my Disney Plus. I was like, "There's no second episode, liar!" Yeah. Um, so the obviously they've been really tight lipped with um, things that they can and can't say, but um, it definitely feels like. Um, see, or the episode two le like leaves us on a cliffhanger, mm -hmm. um, and it'll. I think it'll be really interesting to see what type of cliffhanger that is. I have a a very uh, keen suspicion, um, but we'll see. Um, Do you I, think I it's going to be Thrawn? They're going to start clashing in with Ahsoka. No. I, I I think I think we'll get to Thrawn um, at some point. I but I think for episode two. I think we're going to meet something, not a someone, but a something that's going to be very significant for the whole story of um, Mando. I, I, I'm ninety percent sure my suspicion is correct, and I don't want to spoil it. What? Why? Just give okay, your, you can okay, say fine. you're right if it's fine. <laughs> this is documentation. But what are you talking about? You can call it. I think when he goes into the waters of the mine, if the the waters still exist. He's gonna find either a sleeping or dormant mythosaur that's still alive. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, you know the the Mandalorian prophecy that goes around is that the Mandalorians will be broken up and that 
they will be able to come together through a new um, Mandalore that returns riding the Mythosaur. What do we know about freaking Din Djarin? He likes to ride weird yeah, animals. He likes to ride shit. He was always, he's always riding shit. Yep. That's true. Um, so if that is the case, that we see him go into the waters and there's this big creature. and I mean, there's Mandalore right there. Well, I mean, that, that that makes it even worse that Boba, Boba Fett exists because seeing him ride a Rancor was, like, trash. Yeah. <laughs> that, that happened, yeah. right? It it's looked like, like oh, I don't oh, know, it looks stupid. They should have well, saved I, that I for think this. They're gonna, I think they're going to... I think that was, like, a test to see what they could get away with. Because, um, I mean, they, they do that with Star Wars. Uh, they, they'll, like, experiment with some stuff, like, on a side show, but on the main show, they, like, they bring their A-game. Um, and spend more time with it, which I think I don't think they did with Boba Fett. I think they just kind of got that out, and that's why I felt like when Boba was riding the Rancor, it looked a little weird. Um, but we'll see. So we start off with with the IG Eleven reference, right? Like, are, yeah. are we gonna have? And that was Taika Waititi, wasn't it? Yeah, that was Taika yeah. Waititi doing that. So that's <laughs> me and the chick were just like, "Oh, Taika's coming back. Taika's coming back." You um, know, I don't. I don't think so. I don't no, think he's. It wasn't back. even his voice, really. I don't even it, think. Well, I mean, it, it, it might was. have been chopped up from the original, but. Yeah. But I mean, that was creepy, right? That whole scene where it's like. Oh, yeah. Crawling. I mean, that was a good scene. Crawling with one arm yeah. and yeah. like using its head as a like way of like gaining momentum. You could definitely tell that this director, and I, I, there was an article I didn't read. I should have, but I think the director was talking about how to direct Grogu. Yeah. And you could tell that it was a very heavy, like, okay, people want Grogu, so let's just, like, do, have him do, like, cute shit, you know? Well, and... You can do force shit now, so let's just have him be cute. Yeah. Well, it was Rick Fuyama. Uh, I think that's how I pronounce his last name. And he's directed probably, like, five or six episodes of Mandalorian mm -hmm. now. And he does a great job at each time. Some of the best episodes of Mandalorian have been from him. I mean, this is, like, the most Star Trek show... <laughs> the most Star Trek Star Wars that I've seen, you know what I mean? Like, it had it had the corny suits, it had the corny practical cosmetics. It was fantastic. I loved it. It had like the very focused plot, but still like an overarching, you know, like there's a plan going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it felt contained. You know, there there was still there was still progression in like what you wanted to know, but it, it felt like a nice little pocket story. That's why I was saying it. Like it felt like it just was there to wet your whistle to get you you know reaccustomed with with what's been almost you said what two years and three months or whatever it's like yeah you know it's been a while it has been a while so it's like i felt that it was a nice little just story it was yep. short what are we looking at it was what 30 34 minutes 34 yeah. minutes dude. that's shorter than an actual hour-long show on television yeah and those are like 40 minutes. yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I mean, it did have some juicy parts. What were we talking about? What, what we had the, the space whales, right? Yeah. So in the, yep. the hyperspace travel slot, like shot, um, you have Grogu still in the little droid bay looking over and seeing the outline of the Purgle, um, which is super interesting stuff. And I, I think that's another setup for the Ahsoka show. Mm -hmm. um, mm, yeah. Okay, they have something to do with the whole Thrawn story. Right? Yeah. So... At Ron the end of Rebels, Ezra. yeah, exactly. At the end of Rebels, um, Ezra uh, is able to 
like communicate through the forest to the Pergil and um, basically takes away Thrawn's entire fleet using Pergils and um, then transports himself and Thrawn away. And that's the last time we see Ezra Bridger. And we know that the premise, or at least part of the premise of the Ahsoka show is going to be finding Ezra Bridger. So I think that's a nice setup moving forward of what that's going to look like. Do you, you don't think any of that story is going to mix with, with Mando at any point? I have a suspicion. I mean, like they're um, introducing these, these Pergil. Could towards like the know. end of the season. Probably. Yeah, I think, I think we're going to see Thrawn at some point um, mid-season or towards the end of this season uh, in Mandalorian or at least have heavy references to him and we know Ahsoka is looking for Thrawn because the last time Thrawn was seen was with Ezra mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so I think that's her angle and um, we know Grogu communicates with various animals very well and puts him to sleep and then snuggles him like the <laughs> Rancor. <laughs> so um, it would not surprise me if Grogu and Ahsoka uh, in the Ahsoka show go off on an adventure and he communicates with the Pergil to figure out where Ezra is. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. What do you I, think I, don't, I don't know if that's going to be a, what happens or not, but I think that's definitely a viable option. Hmm. It's like it's asking, trying to find Thrawn and Andor is, is, is pointless by this point. It's well, I mean, Thrawn would exist in the point time. in which Andor is going. But at a completely different point in space, like, yeah. confirmed, right? Like, I think you know where he's at at that time, essentially, through his books, right? So, Well, through the books <clears throat> and through Rebels, yes. Yeah, so that you can't really... He can there, still show there up. There is there's, a, there's a bridge gaps. there that you can make, yeah, but it's not. It's stretching it more in the Andor route with only one season to go left, you know, with that to introduce yeah. Thrawn and all that. So I, I don't think they would introduce Thrawn on that uh, realm. There might be a reference to him, but I don't. I would be very surprised if Thrawn shows up in Andor. Mm -hmm. I would love it, but I, I don't think it's going to be a thing. Yeah. I heard there. What was somebody was talking. This is random, but somebody said that, like, I think they have, like, their own podcast or whatever, but they said that Grogu was saved by Jar Jar from the, uh. the temple. <laughs> just Discuss. trying to make Jar Jar relevant. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, uh, like, the the I, mental gymnastics no. and hearing that description, yeah. too, was like, eh. The, the, the like, Sith Lord Jar Jar? Yeah. I was like, what if he just shows up with a red saber? I was like, that would be epic. I'm like, now we're talking but yeah, um, Darth Jar Jar. Yeah, like you get a little bit. It's like, wait, what? No, I mean, we know what happens to Jar Jar Binks after, or about the time um, of what Mandalorian's going on right now, like in the the Star Wars timeline. He's back at Naboo, yeah, like literally like on the streets performing. Bum, right? <laughs> he's like a bum clown. Yeah, because he got kicked out from the the Gungans after, um, because they got pissed because he basically started the Empire. Um, and like gave that path um, and everyone like thinks he's an exile and you know complete idiot and he's still clumsy so yeah he just I think this one was like during the time of of you know the fall of the temple is that he would be you know 
on planet at that time and would yeah, be he would. over at the Senate and yada yada. I don't know. I thought that was just funny because we, we have Grogu again. It doesn't really connect well, or anything like that. No, it doesn't that connect. Funny. But um, I mean, in the one of the trailers for Mandalorian, we do see an, like the, another little glimpse of you know Order sixty six. So I think we're gonna see a little bit more of that. Um, veil parting of Grogu being able to see that more um, so it would not surprise me if we see who it was that saved him and I think it's going to be quite surprising I think it's either going to be a clone or it's going to be Anakin um, if I'm 100% honest I think Anakin? You think Anakin really yep and if know. it's a clone it's going to be someone we know from Clone Wars could it be also maybe someone from like Bad Batch or something like Rex that? Um, bat. Well, we know where Bad Batch is at the exact time of uh, Order sixty six, and we know where Rex is at the time of Order sixty six. So I think there's mm. other clones that could do it. Um, so it may be that um, he's been you know tested on this whole time, and it was a clone trooper like, hey, what what can we do with this thing? <laughs> it's, it's or so it was small. Anakin be like, hey, I know exactly who you are. I know what you're powerful, and I think we're gonna save you for later for a thing. Um, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But we'll see. I mean, I mean yeah, it had to be put aside because there was more pressing matters at hand for Vader. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, he had to be taken out by saying he cannot run that fast. So I mean. Well, and he was still a, like literally a baby at that. Yeah, point. he was a baby, baby. How old? I thought he would be like twenty or something like that. Well, I mean, I mean that's like. Two in like Yoda years, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know the conversion like dog years and shit for Yoda years, but yeah. I, I mean, mean we know he's fifty something right now, and yeah, and he's like five. Yeah, like, bad yeah. Baby. well, not even <laughs> five. Yeah. Um, I mean, we know Yoda was nine hundred years old when he died, and but he had suffered a lot of traumatic things that probably aged him fairly quickly. Um, that, that smoker's look. <laughs> yeah, he was yeah. ravaged, right? It was well, I mean, from the time episode three to you know episode five, if we just look at that at canon level, I mean, it's two different Yodas. Like yeah. he's seen some shit. Yeah, I mean, he's just tired. He's also probably yeah. like giving up as well. You know, he's like, yeah, now. I definitely think that. He um, basically called when he wanted to go. Like he just laid yep. down. He's like, "All right, I think I'll, I think I'll die now." You know, he's yeah, like yeah. fades away. He's like, "All right, well, <laughs> later, I guess." Well, see you later. Yeah, yeah. So I think we really don't know how long the Yoda species lives, but we know that he was older in Yoda species at nine hundred. Um, so we can assume that they live for an extremely long period of time, and that at age fifty that Grogu's still an infant. And we can see that, and he's like starting to communicate, but not really. Yeah. Um, I mean, so, he, he is like a like a 9-month or 11-month-old baby. That has force like, abilities, and, yeah, you know. Well, that was like expedited. I was, but I was his... like reading up on Twitter, and like some like theories is like, he, he's been reverting like ever since he like lost connection to the force uh, sort of de-aging not, not like de not like like mentally like, like so like uh, yeah like his education like right so like when he's with uh you know the the school doing like his jedi shit and being a padawan he's like obviously developing but then like with all this 
like traumatic stuff happening to him and like losing connection with the force he he like he's been like reverting to just like his like very infancy stage and so he's he's not like really developing anything but now ever since he's been with mando and like with luke he's and tapping back into the force he's like like coming out more i mean he had to be capable of something kind of seen it in this episode right like he's he's his most like his normal instinct is to just like eat everything <laughs> yeah and like mess around and, like, and, and this like, one he just like like he, he wanted he wanted to like spins the chair yeah like he's like messing yeah. around like using his force and then like when he meets the what well, i don't even know what they're called the boba frick <laughs> race he, he like just wants to like he wants to give him a hug instead of like eat I mean, him. that was hilarious i mean that that was all fan service because they're just oh like, yeah like, for sure everybody loves babu frick and like yeah, yeah. everybody loves grogu and they're like cute and shit so let's put them in the same scene even the facial expression on grogu the second yeah. that you see him like you know that they did that on purpose yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. oh, this is just gonna be like a little cute but like you, you can shit. see like he's like really thinking through like different things i mean i do just... i do love that we're we're looking at practicality you know with with mm-hmm. like I don't want to say sets because it was probably the volume, but mainly like the the cosmetics, you know, the the, the makeup, and then also the puppets. I mean, well, those even were flat with the out volume, puppets. yeah, even Amazing. with the volume, you still have practical sets integrated with the yeah. backdrop of mm-hmm. a digital surface, like the cockpit and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, and yeah, it looks amazing. I'm just saying, like when they're walking through the streets and stuff like that, I'm like, they didn't erect an entire like city, and sh- obviously, but like, you know, like it's it's just, I don't know. So what yeah. about um, the pirates? The pirates. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna say I was like, should we? Talk I'm sure about that's pirates? that's gonna play Let's in like later. Yeah. So we we know it plays in later. Uh, if you look at the trailers, um, you see Mandalorians, multiple Mandalorians, like doing a dropship type thing over yeah. Navarro. Mm-hmm. So I think um, the the Captain Gorian or whatever is gonna get super pissed that the Mandalorian just buzzed away and Grief Karga basically gave him the little finger that yeah. he's going to invade. Yeah. And um, then Mando is going to have to come save him with all of the other Mandalorians. And I think at this point he'll be redeemed and that he'll, he has the, the dark saber. So he will be the effective leader of this, this tribe of the, Mandalorians. This is his new Mandalore type. Yeah. This is his rising fight type thing. Yeah. And, um, there's rumors writing, going around. The mythosaur. No, I don't. I think the mythosaur <laughs> will be later. I think that will be later. I, After? I don't. Yes, I. I don't think we're gonna see the mythosaur being ridden until the very end of the season, or not even till the next season. To be okay. like, I don't see it happening. I think it's just a, a awesome setup that we're gonna see payout and dividends later. Yeah, later. Just I mean, that's just typical like storytelling. Obviously, they're gonna yeah. they're gonna save that for their finales and, sh- and shit. So yeah, but I think what we'll see is you know Din coming back at, like from Mandalore to say, hey, I, I I bathed in the living waters. I'm redeemed, and now I have the dark saber that I won in combat. Obey me. Let's go fight these pirates. Like I think that's what's gonna happen. It'll be a lot more technical, like he does, <laughs> like yeah. by the creed. Here. I wonder if he's like gonna like now he's gonna be 
like more proficient with the saber, right? Because obviously when we first saw him, he was just horrible with it. Like well, super heavy. struggling. And it's like, heavy yeah. too, right? Right. Well, well it's it's it's, yes. a, it's it's just like dealing with like a light. It's like a lightsaber, right? Like he's well, it, this it's a lightsaber on steroids. So it's how mental gymnastics with it? Yeah, um, there's a whole episode of Rebels dedicated to Sabine learning how to use the dark saber. Yeah, and. Just with like a lightsaber and like the the mythos of that is that you have you have to work with it. You can't command it, if you will. It you it's an extension of you and not you commanding it. And I think Din hasn't quite grasped that yet. And um, I think he's we're going to see him struggle with it. Yeah. Um, and I think it's going to be quite funny, you know, him trying to fight whatever he's going to fight, and it's going to be sad <laughs> <laughs> well i mean we yeah. haven't seen him utilize it pretty much at all except for those intended I, scenes you know what i mean he's not whipping yeah. it out to to well and i know, think go he, catch dinner I, <laughs> he's, he's yeah just, well and i think he's not using it like a whole bunch right now is because he's not comfortable with it yet yeah um, i mean that's how you get comfortable with it. you gotta practice with it shit. that's what we should see is i mean we yeah, did you see him practicing see episode though. yeah like an episode where he's just like actually like practicing and like Whatnot. Well, I, I think we need to see um, Ahsoka or Luke show up and like, hey, I see that, that thing on your hip. Can I show you how to use it? Kind of like what happened with Sabine in and Rebels. he's all like, paranoid because right. he thinks that they're going to take it because it's the whole Mandalore and Jedi feud thing, right? And then well, I mean, if we look there. at what happened in Rebels, Ahsoka is familiar with the dark saber, the dark saber and everything with that because of Sabine. I don't I don't think that Ahsoka is gonna get um butthurt about him having the Darksaber and I don't think Luke would either. I think you'd be like, hey that's really cool. Yeah, can no, I just yeah. hold it for two seconds? hundred percent. He would Luke would be like, this is how we can you know Bond. rebind that 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 crack between the two societies and that Yeah. Yeah. Well I mean my thing with the with the pirates though is just the practical effects, the the main guy, I forgot his name, but the, the, the main pirate guy in the ship, just glorious, absolutely glorious. Oh, the green not sure guy? If, not sure if it was CGI, but it's absolutely fantastic uh, 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 costume. I loved it. And the, the, the pirate's faces looked very uh, humanoid, even though they were very extravagantly alien. Uh, it wasn't like your, you know, bug-eyed character, or Wolfman, or you know, Chewbacca, or anything like that. It looked kind of like the guys in the street playing the theme song for guardians of the galaxy holiday special you know <laughs> yeah. where it's like they just kind of threw some make you could tell but i liked yeah. it you know what i mean i like that corniness where it's just like oh this is going to be like a little star trek episode and shit where it's going to be a yeah. shootout here we go we got the the duel in the middle of the street right we got you know the you get your your space fight it's like you knew they were going to come back obviously so that, that space flight was cool. What did you guys think of that? They had the little stinger, right? The little Mando stinger yeah. every time he took somebody out. Yeah. Well, yeah. I really liked that fight. You know, it reminded me of the, from the first season in the, the prison ship where like Din becomes the boogeyman. Mm -hmm. Like, I really liked that where he started using the asteroids to his favor and he became the boogeyman. And that one guy was like booking it to his, the main, like the mothership. Because he was scared. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was. He again was the last person alive. Um, I, you know, just conveniently <laughs> the last yeah, person of, alive. Like, of why course, he's also like 
playing it off of, oh I'm bringing them to you yeah so I mean yeah. that's what I'm saying it's a very it's a very we're not talking about a heady plot here and that's what I'm saying it's a nice little like warm up and blah 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 it, it didn't require you to think very much it was just a very straightforward you know it had enough to push you forward but at the same time it was just a fun little space adventure um you know, I mean, all in all, I mean, we didn't talk too much about, about IG-11 and the whole intent there. Like, why is he dead set on having IG-11 go to Mandalore with him? Because um, he trusts IG-11. But why does he need one to begin with? Like, what's the point? I don't... I think... Maybe to I, test? I, like, test the air? Maybe test the air or test... Um, or just, like, go out and scan the surface. Um... And your first go-to is to get, like, a destroyer droid or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> is he a battle droid or I some mean, shit? I mean, like, of all, of all, of yeah, all he's things, an though, like, he's, he chooses a droid to begin with. Yeah. Right? Like, well, he doesn't have any other Mandalorians to But to no, but, like, obviously, like, he he's he's getting more comfortable with droids. Like, he's yeah. obviously notorious hates droids. Understandably so. I mean... Yeah, I mean it, it all. It all. It all. It's all nice and tidy, and it's not too heady. You don't have to like, you know, deduce too much out of the episode. The space whales mm-hmm. is probably like a big what the fuck for people who have no idea what that. It's like, what was right. that? Like, I've never yeah, seen exactly what was that. Like, was that a whale? You know, I have tentacles. Yeah. Um, yeah. The design in Rebels is kind of goofy with it. Um, I'm sure it's gonna look super dope though. Um, so that's something to look forward to. I hope they can do get into that. Uh, but I mean, all in all, you know, it was a pretty solid episode. I'm not going to yeah. say it was long enough. It wasn't long enough. It needed no. some more Grogu no. and maybe some, some, you know, Darksaber action. Yeah. So like, you know, all in all, it was a nice little, you know, refresher. It was fun. You know, you get Babu Frick and you also get the Salacious Crumb. Forgot what their names are. They're in the trees. What up? Um, uh, shoot the something wacky and monkey lizard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. there you go. Perfect. Yes, and well, and then also you saw a rumor online where where Salacious Crumb himself may have actually survived. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> that's hilarious. Perfect. I need him to be like the king of that of that the like of the species. <laughs> the species. The, 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 hut, the hut of his species. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine him like. Being like, you know, when the explosion happens on the the barge on Tatooine, and him just like, you know, on the cartoon stuff, you see like this little thing like shoot off, into the shoot stack. off, <laughs> like almost like a Super Smash Brothers style, like yeah, yeah like uh, uh, Pokemon, <laughs> Team Rocket, yeah, Team Rocket, blasting, yeah. blasting. <laughs> and then he like conveniently lands in like I don't know, like a, a, a hay bale, <laughs> nineteen <laughs> miles away. And then the story, I mean, give me that show. I'll take that show. And like the, the vein of like Homeward Bound and shit. And he's just trying to get home. Perfect. Yeah. So yeah, all in all, good, good, good. And anything else we're leaving out that, that is of um, importance? You have Bogotan. She's mad. Yeah. But she's willing. You could tell she's like, eh, whatever. She's also just yeah. like extremely depressed. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. might have some shit going on in the background. Yeah. You know, that she has. But it shows her jumping out of the dropship as well, right? Um, I can't remember I in the trailer did. if it does that, but I mean, we definitely see like uh, her walking with Grogu at one point in the trailers. Yeah. So we know she's going to be involved, but we know that at, at least from this first episode that her Mandalorian sect has all left her because she didn't get the Darksaber and yeah. now she's super sore about that. She's all pissed off. One thing that I didn't see in the trailers, I might have been wrong, but the kids, where do they get these kids from? That they're like converting into Mandalorians. Well, I mean, you kind of see it 
uh, like that's like the first thing you see right is the like a kid being ushered into the the way and i'm saying like where were they like where i thought they lived in like holes in the ground and like and like and they could be recruiting really like they're still oh, out there like plucking kids and just like taking I, them? I think they're recruiting and i also think that um the armor and uh paz Vizla have been um going around to the other uh, mandalorian holes and collecting them mm. um to build up uh, i i can't remember what they call it but it's the Oh, the children of the what is it? The well, it's the children of the, of the watch, but the um, the watch. they're coverts. Mm. Uh, I think they're trying to build up that covert again. And based on the coloring of the the helmet that the armorer gave, definitely felt like the kid uh, was Paz's son because it's the same yeah. coloring as his armor. The blue, and, yeah. Um, he yeah. got really defensive when. The, that kid was like going up to help the armor and like was just staring at the beast. And he like jumped in. Very intentional camera focus on him as well yes. during the yeah. So I mean, how though? I thought they were like celibate and all that shit. They're not celibate. What they 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 just bang with their helmets on and shit. <laughs> right? So yep. like I mean okay so that was that threw me off but they also lost a couple Mandalorians during that whole little scuffle with at the, least the, two yeah I saw one of them get like chomped at least yeah so yeah. I mean that one a bunch of them got like death rolled yeah they yeah they did and yeah. then tossed what, what, around drowned and shit so rip yeah the that at least one for sure you know goes down the chompers um, but there's one that's most likely dead that gets like completely flung while he was on the jetpack and like rolls and rolls and rolls and stops moving the other ones are like are injured but they definitely feel it feel like they're alive the roll um, one felt feels like he would be all right that seems like within maybe where he just took like a big big fall you know what i mean yeah um yeah i just i that threw me off i was like wait where the kids come from i was like when is this me and the chick were like was this is this back when he was a kid I yeah like, i no. think i think that was intentional of like the opening scene of like oh maybe it's like a past like a look into the past where you see you know din being like yeah and and doctrine and but it wasn't in the beginning though it wasn't the beginning of the episode it was like i mean it might have been the first first um like act of it but i i there was still an establishment of mando and grogu and where they were at and what they're doing and shit and then it just jumps to that scene, right? No, no, no. No, that was that was the opening scene. Was that, it? That is yeah. the opener. Hmm. Yeah. I thought, of I the thought kid there was in the water before. and she's working on the helmet. All of that is the opening. Hmm. Yeah. So I mean, you know, um, you think that they're gonna show man, they're gonna show Mandalore for an episode and then move on to something bigger. I think that they're gonna probably dwell on Mandalore for at least two episodes. I, I think it's going to be an episode and a half of where we're going to have um, something significant happen. I, like I said, I think we're going to see the Mythosaur in some form in episode two. And then beyond that, I mean, I think they'll stay on Mandalore for half an episode and then go back to wherever the, the covert is to, mm-hmm. to show his redeemed him self and everything like that well i guess not too much more to discuss about the episode although that it was a uh, pretty good you know i yeah. dug it 
Um, definitely a watch, especially. I mean, if you've been waiting for Mando, you've seen it, right? So yeah. Uh, well, what would uh, what would your rating be? Uh, probably like a seven. Yeah, like, that's you know, kind of like seven, seven point five. If you're yeah. focusing just on like on the things that I like, like Grogu and, and that type of stuff, like being all cute and stupid yeah. and shit, like like a nine, like you know, like, of course, <laughs> of like, course, yeah. It pulled on all the things that I wanted to see, and yeah, you, know, you know, it just all wasn't. It wasn't like you know, it wasn't the the space prison episode. You know what I mean? No. Like it, it wasn't right. that. You know, where they they took a hallway and made like an amazing episode out of it. Yeah. So. No, I I definitely think it's seven and a half, eight. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I think it sets up a lot of things that are going to happen in the season that are going to become really important that we don't think are important now. So yeah, just the little crumbs. Just yeah. uh, it's you know they're setups. That's all it is. They're setups and there's payoffs. That's just the terminology, and they're setting up their payoffs later, and that's that's what you do in in good storytelling. So. Yeah, uh, solid episode. What days this episode? The, what days the episode drops? Wednesdays. 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 Wednesdays yeah. On Disney Plus. Now moving on. As always, we have a free game and heavily discounted section that we typically, you know, put together for you on a weekly basis. This week, we just have one single game. It's Rise of Indus- uh, Industry. Rise of Industry on the Epic Game Store until March 9th. It's one of those like Empire City Builder type cheapy games i think it's like 20 30 bucks but you know free right now go and check it on out in your epic game store and uh moving on a little small roundup here nothing too crazy it's a fairly boring week isn't it boys yeah, yeah. not uh, uh, not a lot going on yeah if it wasn't for mando this show would like have yeah. like basically nothing <laughs> <laughs> we'd be digging right. in here and be like can you believe that they delayed this game and you yeah. um so we'll move on there's there's a few things here from pokemon in particular, I mean, I'm sure we just lost Lucas. <laughs> Lucas just yeah. Lucas just Lucas shut just the episode clicked, off and just fantastic, yeah. great. Um, but they did have their their little announcement show, and um, you know, I play I play Pokemon, so it's like yeah, you know, casually, I'm not like crazy about it, but it's notable news. So there's a few things on here. First and foremost, they announced a Netflix stop motion animated series, uh, or I guess stop motion series. Uh, on Netflix called Pokemon Concierge, which is, uh, I mean, it's a cutesy deal. If you're not into Pokemon, you truly don't care, but it's, yeah, a, it's mean, a nice it little stop motion deal. A, yeah, it's a different, like, obviously a different art style for them and and whatnot, but it, it looks all right. Like, it looks interesting. I'll probably watch some some of it. They're probably going to gonna be, like, little 15-minute, 10-minute yeah. you know, deals, you know, so... It just I like stop motion, so I'm always in support of it. Um, not sure if I'm going to watch it, whatever. Also announce the first, I don't know, maybe last DLC for Scarlet and Violet. Uh, it is coming out in 2023, late 2023. Uh, it's titled The Hidden Treasure of Area Zero. Um, I got like two hours into the game and was like, uh, <laughs> like I I don't I don't mind it. It just wasn't. It didn't have that draw. Like keep bringing me back. Yeah. Um, I like more of like your old traditional Pokemon, actually. I mean, I, I'm not even trying to be like a boomer. It's like, oh, I like the retro games more. It's like, I just like the more top down traditional RPG style for Pokemon. Um, I lived like my entire youth and teenage years, like hoping one day we would have like a 3D Pokemon experience where you can run around and throw Pokeballs at things and catch them and all that. And, it feels all right. It just kind of feels like cheap. You know what I mean? And yeah, uh, me personally, it's like, you know, I play the games for a little bit. I enjoy what's new. And then I kind of just like burn out on them. Uh, but you know, um, to each their own DLC late 2023, no announcement on like exact month or anything like that. 
Uh, next one, this one's kind of weird. It's the Pokemon TCG Classic that was announced. It's um, it's almost like they took the original 151 cards, right? 150 cards, um, might even be less of the original set, the original traditional 1997 uh, deck, and they released an original version of that as kind of like a board game. I'm gonna even say it's a board game. They just have like you can't use the cards or anything. You can get like Charizard Hollows and Blastoise and all that stuff. All the original cards that people collect. But they're not. They're just they're recreations. And it's a confined game. So it's like Pokemon has expanded so much in gameplay over the years in terms of how you like, you know, use cards and what you can use and what's outlawed and stuff that they just took the original release of the game and they made it its own little confined board game that people can can purchase. Um, interesting. I was like, yeah. I, I wish they would make an actual video game of the card game, like back in the day. Yeah, I mean, I just want like, them to make more stadium games. That too. I mean, that's oh, I love um, that so much. Yeah, I mean, if I mean, if you do like stadium, uh, they do have Twitch plays Pokemon. They cycle through all the Pokemon games, but they have a, a modified version of stadium. And that's really what you play is back and forth, just yeah. dicking around in chat and and that type of thing. But a new stadium is is a must. We should be there, and it should be a blown out roster, not like this. Like they have their MOBA game or whatever, and it's much like their fighting game, where it's like, okay, so here's right. twelve Pokemon. <laughs> we just surpassed a thousand Pokemon in our full catalog, Pokedex. Um, but you know, here's ten. <laughs> here's nine characters to play. And, you're going to have Chandelure in there and shit. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Right. Like, this is whack. Uh, so hopefully they, you know, they they get on the ball a little bit. Because some of the shit that they're announcing is kind of whack. Uh, this one is, it, 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 it's, it feels like collector bait. Like they're trying to nab people that are nostalgic about oh, the yeah, original. Oh yeah, and, you, and you already know people are going to... Oh yeah, just, it'll be sold out. Just, yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't be able to get crazy. This. The only time yeah. you'll be able to get it is going to like GameStop and paying twice as much and shit. Uh, lastly, Pokemon Go Plus. Plus. <laughs> There's two pluses on that. That's it's. I have the Pokemon Go Plus. It came out when the game came out, like just after it. A little bit after, yeah. Yeah, it was $35. The small little Pokestop that you carry around your pocket has different vibration patterns and, and colors on the button to tell you what is happening. It allows you to play the game without having to open your phone and, and do all the finger business. It's just a chance to like catch it or not and to spin Pokestops and stuff when you walk within range. Um, this is that it's bigger. It's the size of like just shy of a hockey puck. Um, it does the same thing. It also allows you to choose like which Pokeball you want to throw in, in your passive catching, uh, yeah. which is something that you can't do. I'm not, I, I know Garrett got that bootleg ass one off eBay. <laughs> <laughs> the one that like didn't I forgot play. you thought I, I I was hoping you forgot about that. No, actually. of course <laughs> not. Okay. But like like he like it it does so much. Like you don't have to push the button. It just like auto spins and like it does all this other stuff, right? You know what's funny is I actually found a legit one on eBay and bought it because I was so tired of like it just doing its own thing and I was like stop stop. You found you found a good one. Yes, yeah. so, I mean that's it's not even that. They just made it bigger. They gave you one other option to like choose what ball you're throwing and like that's it. And then it has its sleep pattern. So this is Pokemon Sleep essentially. They just renamed it. And Pokemon yeah. Sleep, Pokemon Go Sleep or whatever was 
it lets you catch Pokemon passively while you're sleeping, but it also had like sleep assisted things, you know, like white noise, like Pikachu, like whispering sweet nothings into your ear while you're sleeping and shit, and like <laughs> lullabies and all and this weird like, shit. Wake, waking you up. Yeah, yeah and that's an alarm clock essentially. But also, I guess it has this type of feature where the more you sleep with it, the friendlier Pikachu gets with you and shit. Like the more, <laughs> the more personal. Creepy. Yeah. So there's some weird shit, and I'm not sure I, if I'm not mistaken. I think you have to like sleep with this thing in your bed. Um, it's like a puck, you know. It's rounded. It's a little pokeball, but it's very strange. So uh, that is something that they announced. The internet is kind of like WTF. So uh, I figured I'd throw it in there since it was one of the things they announced. I was hoping that they were gonna, they were gonna say, "Okay, we're taking Detective Pikachu and that whole art style and all that, and we're just we're starting Pokemon, where we're gonna have our own Ash type character and we're gonna follow this kid." As he, you know, climbs the rank to become a Pokemon man. The original story of Pokemon, uh, but done in that real nice, like, gritty and well-detailed world that they made for, for Detective Pikachu, but they didn't. There was no announcement on that. The only thing they announced was that show, that stop motion. So, uh, it is what it is. I don't know. Uh, I'm sure your, your Pokemon fans out there are all about that DLC, though. Uh, next on here, the Super Mario Brothers movie release date moved up by two days, now releasing on April 5th. Are you guys I mean, going to go see this? I think I will, yeah. Just to, just to see what it's all about. I'm probably going to wait. I mean, I'll wait, I'll watch it, but yeah. at the same time, it's like, it looks good. Like, it looks super, super good. Uh, the voice acting is, is kind of bad. It's pretty bad. Um, I know that if they went traditional Mario pitch, you know, and voice, it would probably be offensive. And at the same time, you know, yeah. like just kind of cringy and it wouldn't sound great. So I could see how they're the spin that they're putting on it. However, Seth Rogen's voice just being, you know, his voice for Donkey Kong is like, oh, <laughs> dude, like, I don't need another one of that. Like that's literally every appearance that he makes. It's just his voice. It's like, whatever. So. Uh, I got my own personal gripes, but it looks incredibly impressive in terms of, of uh, CG and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, I'll see what's up. Elden Ring DLC development announced, titled Shadow of the Entry. Um, I don't think either of you have played. No. Yeah. I, nope. I haven't played Elden Ring. I'm not a FirmSoft player. Uh, a Souls player, player yeah. Yeah. I am also not a Souls player. Um, I even I have remember, a hard time like, playing uh, Jedi, to be honest, yeah. <laughs> just because I it's similar. I don't remember like any DLCs for like any like Souls games. So, yeah, that's the big thing. Kinda, it's kind of new. Elden Ring, that's huge because it was like the biggest game like ever. You know, like everybody yeah. loves it. And I can, you know, it's not a game that I would enjoy just because I don't like getting frustrated. You know, I don't I don't play games to get frustrated. And those games are you get your fun out of being frustrated. And why do you play NBA two K? I don't know. I just do it my do it to myself, bro. That's torture. <laughs> I don't know why I keep doing this. But it's you know that's like tradition by this point. I'll I'll I'll, sp I'll, I'll break a twenty to buy that shit. Um so I mean, you know, I can appreciate it, especially from an artistic perspective, as somebody who like sits there and actually tries to dig through their brain to come up with something like creative or an art project or a design or something like that. 
to see what they come up with for for those types of games is like insane so i admire that that creativity and and everything that's dope about the game i appreciate except for the play style i just can't do it but uh, i know elden ring community is like just they're ready you know what i mean they're already ready oh, I know, of course I lyric was like one of the first like tweeting at it you know so i mean you got you got people beating beating the game on fucking like dance yeah, pads playing with their feet and like their yeah, brain i think some chick like played with her brain yeah um yeah i mean it's one of those those forever i mean like dark souls you know like that's it's that good so uh good on you elden ring community uh trailer for peter pan and wendy drops did you guys see that the internet was irate (laughs) internet was irate i don't think i saw any favorable comments um your typical racist and like shit you know um yeah well you know just (laughs) i mean as a movie it looks super good you know what i mean it's like i'll you know like i'll watch it you know i don't care about these these characters enough to it's coming just coming out on like disney plus right it's gonna be disney plus yeah yeah i don't even know if it's gonna be a series or a film but uh, i did see that short movie if you want to see what people are triggered about online then you know then go see they're to me it just looks like a well-produced film uh, or series uh who who i think jude law played hook isn't it i forget i don't know i'll have to go some i think go it watch was. The trailer. somebody somebody very known you know plays uh hook so um you know i'll watch it i'll watch it just you know ignore the discourse on uh on on twitter <laughs> the toxicity in the, in the comments and shit jesus isn't that a given? Yeah, it is. And that's, yeah, it's it's whatever. Just, just ignore it. It's stupid. Just watch it if you want to watch it. Next one on here, Forspoken Studio Luminous Productions being absorbed back into Square Enix just over a month after the game's train wreck release. Um, have you seen this game? You guys seen this game, right? Yeah, I've seen it. I've never, like, I've, I've seen, like, all the, all the, bad reviews about it and like whatnot it was like a tech demo for ps5 to yeah. show off uh, and also ray tracing i think right it was to show off ray tracing and and all that shit. it's it's that the girl that can use magic and she's zipping around and shows all the landscape and the lighting and all that stuff so they took that and they tried to make a game out of it and it was super bad i'm not gonna lie what i saw was super bad the 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 dialogue they decided the writing was was very like just intent almost intentionally bad you know what i mean so yeah you know so, <laughs> i i just, it's crazy that it was like a month later they're like okay you guys are done so sorry your game your game was not good it's like what it was a tech demo that you convert into a game you know what i mean like you can't really judge it by that but uh, yeah that is a bummer uh luminous productions r.i.p square enix making some decisions these days for sure Court rules that Sony must provide all exclusivity cr- uh, contracts ahead of upcoming FTC trial. Um, this one's going to be interesting. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we have the 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 high and mighty, self righteous, you know, Sony, who never does anything wrong. By the way, they, oh, of course not. <laughs> they don't make any mistakes. They definitely don't do shady shit. Um, Ever ever (laughs) it's not something that they um but basically i mean you know it's it's pretty known that that you know when you have these staggered releases you have you know 
uh, oh, it's going to be on PlayStation, and then six months later, it'll release on PC and, and Xbox. Uh, something that PlayStation has been kind of undoing recently, right? They've been making some attempts at a lot of, of paired releases with PC. A lot of games yeah. are doing that. You get Spider-Man and, and all these games coming to PC platforms. Uh, so it kind of seems like they're scrambling to, to undo that image before this court case. Almost like it was preemptive, you know, that they knew that they're going to get called out on it and they can have some grounds to be like, no, 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 we're not. I mean, yeah, we used to do that, but we don't do that anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah. that, that was, that was our old, old self. I mean, we got to take into consideration. This is an incredibly shady practice to do because if we're talking about like the betterment of, of the gaming community and, and pro consumer, um, you have a company, one of the major three who are actively working to block portions of the gaming community as a whole from consuming something and enjoying something strictly for personal benefit right so i mean just like the concept of that is wrong and like yeah you can you can get behind it and you can support it oh this is my team you know rep blah blah uh you know xbox sucks and blah 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 blah, blah. it's like you want to talk about actual anti-consumer like, look for the companies that are, are, are actually stopping you from doing something uh, just so that they can benefit from it. It's like, yeah, you'll have you have Microsoft do that from time to time. But, you know, Xbox Game Pass, it's they're not they're not absorbing games and strictly putting it on there, blocking it off from other you know players and making sure that, you know, Sony players can't play these games and yada 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 and that's the image that they're trying to push through this court case is that microsoft they're just trying to expand they're trying to bring gaming to more people which in a perfect like world like that's what you want right you want the company that's working towards benefiting all gamers uh, not just their customers um, but now you're going to have sony who has to take all these contracts that explicitly work against consumers uh, and showcase them, you know, like, what is this part of discovery or whatever in the court case where they have to fess yeah. up, you know, that to show everything. Uh, so you're going to have this where it's like, okay, so you have to promise not to put your product on Xbox for X amount of days. You have to prom, you know, you have to, you're not allowed right, to put your yeah, game you're on these contracts. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're signing things specifically that are malicious towards, uh, their involvement with another platform, the platform that they're now trying to stop from doing business. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, this is where their, their true intentions are going to start leaking out, which are pretty obvious to anybody. They just got the, they got the rigmarole that they got to get around when it comes to how courts work and how they can successfully maneuver to, to, you know, validate their, their claims and their, their goals. So, uh, interesting, interesting. We'll definitely be talking about that one on the show. That's the type of juicy shit yeah. that, that we're going to talk about for sure. Uh, but I thought that was a, an interesting one from this week. Uh, probably could have talked about that as of the entire show. It was one of those topics where it's like if we didn't have Mando, then and we'd probably when, be talking when about is it. the when is the trial? I don't know. I know it's like pretty soon though. It's not. It's not like next year or anything like that. It's like I thought it was like first. The next couple six months. months or something like that of the year or something like that yeah so we'll see i'll look into it i'm talking about it next week star trek discovery ending with season five will now debut in early 2024 the much appreciated highly acclaimed <laughs> star trek discovery um i mean i don't even 
are either of you Trekkies? Gary, you like yeah. Star Trek, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Is it was it, from what I've seen, it looked pretty bad. It looked atrocious. The it didn't first look two very seasons are pretty cool. Um, then season three was really weird, um, and I think season four was kind of weird as well. Um, I mean, from what I'm seeing, it just doesn't look like Star Trek. It looks like. I mean, it looks closer to, like, what Star Trek the movies, like, the newer ones, you know, yeah, look like the J.J. Yeah. Abrams. But, you know, um, we, we it, talked it, about this prior. It does talk about that in the show. Like, how there's certain things that happen in the show that dictate certain things to look a certain way. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like, overall feel, um, the intents of the showrunners... The stories that they're telling, how they're telling the stories, um, you know, we discussed it with Mando. It felt very Trekkie, where you had your kind of corny plot, you know, and I don't say yeah. corny plot, but you had your, your corny side plot with your characters. It was kind of silly, uh, but still kind of emphasized how badass your characters are, you know, one eat some popcorn, chill out, you know, that's kind of how Star Trek always came off. It was more of the intellectual you know, learning lessons and, and sharing knowledge and that type of shit. I mean, you don't really get that anymore. And, you know, I saw Picard is making some changes and, and that type of thing. Um, you know, so that was, that was my, my, I was like, are they're just ousting, they're just outing, you know, ousting all these, these newer properties. Right. And then that cartoon, yeah. I'm not sure if that cartoon is, what is it? Like under decks or whatever. Lower decks. Lower decks. Yeah. Um, Super weird, super weird decisions. That is, is that Paramount Plus? Uh, yeah, Paramount. That's no, Paramount Plus, right? So, yeah. not in the loop of where they're at, what they're cutting. What, I mean, if it was if it was HBO Max, then I'd have a better idea as to like the frantic nature of them trying to like clean up things. But I don't know. Yeah. No, I in my opinion, um, Discovery does its own thing, and it, it feels weird. It has the essence of Star Trek, but isn't, you know, it doesn't look it as much. Um, however, the Star Trek Strange New Worlds, that nails Star Trek really well. Uh, really? Like the, the, the feel, the, the everything. Um, hmm. I would highly recommend it. The second season's coming out sometime this year. The first season's out already on Paramount+. Plus. Um, now, obviously, Picard's really good. Um, the it sounds like I haven't watched any of uh, the season three yet. I know the first episode or two have been released, but I've heard that it's extremely good for this the final season of that. So, really, yeah, yeah. I saw some some reviews. Some hardcore Trekkie fans are are up in arms. <laughs> there's I mean, always, there's, there's always going to be someone up in arms. Yeah, yeah there's always. Um, you know, I'm not a Trekkie, so I probably won't chime in anyways, but, you know. You do have that final season, Discovery, has been announced. Um, starts in 2024, early 2024. So you're looking at yeah. end of 2024 would be the end of that show. Um, you know, oh well, rip. <laughs> uh, next one on here, streamer and YouTuber Ludwig has his 1997 Subaru Samber stolen uh, and puts an APB out on the internet to his fans. Uh, shortly after the vehicle was found uh, with some random dude sitting in the driver's seat. He's just like parked on the side of the street. And <laughs> uh, who then tore off when confronted. 
uh, did answer some questions and play dumb and all that before driving off. But uh, later the car was found in a parking lot abandoned. Um, I'm not sure if you've seen this. It's like one of those little Japanese flatbed tiny trucks. Um, I guess this particular truck was in anime, some weeboo shit. <laughs> like, it was in, like, Initial <laughs> D and, like, you know, all this. So he got it. Uh, which, I mean, it's cool, you know, if, if you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but it got swooped. Some Somebody just stole it. And I think, I, I guess it was because there was an extra key in the car that he didn't even know was there. Um, probably didn't even look, to be honest. Where you, you know, typically something you do if you're buying a, a used vehicle. But, um somebody got into the car took it and drove off it's an incredibly it's right wheel you know it's a japanese vehicle that so is not imported. sold yeah it's yeah. very obvious and this will just like is on the side of like hollywood boulevard or whatever just like <laughs> sitting on the side of the road and then some people come up and are like get out of the car bro like you gotta take this back and he's like what what do you mean this is mine uh and this stupid little back and forth where the guy plays dumb and then when they call the cops, the dude just like takes off and then they find the car later. But I thought a happy little ending. He gets his little weeboo weeboo truck back and, and, and you know, the guy gets away scot free. Nobody got arrested. Check your car I for mean, extra but keys. It's also just like how like influential these guys are, right? Like they put a, he put an AFB out like on what Twitter and whatnot. Yeah, I think it was like Reddit. Within hours someone they like people found his car yeah well you also had people doing like their little reddit detective garbage. yeah <laughs> so i mean you get some memory that comes out of it nice little you know everything was wrapped up tightly there was no i guess the guy got away but you know it was a victimless crime in this particular case nothing nothing was wronged i guess nothing damaged nothing taken from the car nobody was hurt right. so whatever we thought State of Play was the end, but Sony announces a big PS5 showcase coming months, in the upcoming months. Um, I guess we didn't talk about this last week. We really should have, but what was missing uh, from yeah. State of Play? And the two that I'm aware of, off the top of my head, is Spider-Man 2, <laughs> right? You got Spider-Man 2, and then you also yeah. have Wolverine. Right. Um I'm super aggro that that Wolverine is a console exclusive. That's one of those like right. no business, <laughs> no business. Like I can in a in a in a like screwed up world, I can see your little reasoning for making a Spider-Man game exclusive. Well, I mean, it like, should be much bigger Spider than your brand. Still owned by Sony, so the I the movie I, I get rights that. are okay. The movie and animated like or the movie and like series anything over. 44 minutes i think it was is considered a sony product um however you know when it comes to games i'm not sure if that carries over the same way and like got you you know they don't have anything to do with like the animations that's why you get like spider-man or friends on disney plus little cartoons and, and right. kid shit and get the animated series yada 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 um so i can see regardless there's a tie there so i can in my mind be like eh, you bastards whatever uh wolverine not the same yeah. <laughs> like super oh, 100%, 100%. aggro you do not own like i whatever back-end deal that di that disney worked out with playstation on that one pisses me off um and hopefully and maybe this court case the ftc court case will, will open that up maybe they'll have to be like release an xbox i mean i don't have xbox but like whatever you know what i mean a pc right. release or something um, but yeah, that is, uh, something that we, that we could get, you know, what other games are there? I mean, I don't have a PS5 yet. 
I'm not too sure. Like, I would, I would have to like really think about that. Um, Garrett, do you have a PS5? Nope. I just have my computer, and I guess we have a Switch now. Oh yeah, yeah, because the the school stuff. Yeah, esports. Um, I uh, I might have a PS5 actually here soon. We'll see. I mean. You know, I'm a grown ass man, but my mom's retiring and she's like, Hey, they're gonna give me a chunk of money when I leave, so you know, I'm gonna buy a PS five for the for your nephews if you guys want one. I'm like, What? <laughs> it's like I'm a grown man, but I'll take a yeah. free PS five for I mean, my mom, you know what I'm saying? Um, apparently they're all readily available now. Yeah, now that you can just buy them, you know. Um I mean mainly it would be for like I've already said it, but the four K player is like my thing. Um, but that's my thing is that there's no real draw for PS5. Maybe God of War, but I'm not really a God of War fan. Um, I'm not. I mean, Gran Turismo does go hard. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. might, you know, I might get on that. But yeah, I mean, other. I mean, not even you can't even do like Horizon Zero Dawn anymore because that's on PC. Mm-hmm. So because you, you can really get it somewhere else. You know what I mean? Like yeah, right. So. Yeah, that's the rough part. So, I mean, that's, you know, we'll see. We'll see. But at the same time, you know, I I screw myself over so. because they have the, the, the PlayStation exclusive quest line for Hogwarts Legacy. Another thing that triggered me so hard, dude. Wait, but, uh, what? There's yeah, an there's exclusive? The Haunted Shack, I think it's called. The Haunted Shack. Okay. Uh, it's, it's I actually know what that, that's, yeah, that's actually in the movies, isn't it? I don't that's think it's the Shrieking, shrieking shack. shack. Yeah, I oh, don't think it's the Shrieking Shack. shack. I think okay. this is something, but it was a, like a Halloween themed mission. Super yeah. pissed when I heard about that, but I've, I I forgot about that until now. But that's another thing that pisses me off. So, um, <laughs> but I won't have that copy, so I won't be able. To, I won't even right. be able to take advantage of that because I've already played it on PC. Uh, yeah. I digress. Um, I mean, I would I would say like MLB the show, but like now since ever since last year, like that got dispersed into you know Xbox and like even the switch so yeah i mean i don't know what they're talking about big show when it comes to playstation so we will have to see yeah so uh, they might be out yeah they might have some cooking that maybe i mean may, this could be their uh like their their e3 like presentation like big, and that's what i'm saying like i thought i thought uh the state of play was it but i guess not um I mean, maybe we'll see. Maybe, maybe, I mean, Bethesda, you know, I mean, just because it's a, a PlayStation 5 show doesn't mean that it's only exclusives. It could be right. Starfield. Starfield could make their their gameplay debut there, uh, right. release dates, have some fuckery with, like, you know, staggered releases or whatever, you know, they could do something like that. Um, I mean, they're owned by Microsoft now, so I guess that's not really probably a probability, but... You know, I'm just I'm 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 like, what are you talking about big? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what do you mean big? Because yeah. that state of play was a whole lot of like, like small stuff, right? That was pretty big. It had like a lot of small stuff. Um, I don't know. Well, it's about to see. I'm I'm calling I'm I'm calling uh, not so much Wolverine, but I am calling Spider Man Two for sure. Oh yeah, I I would yeah. highly. It might even be a half hour of here's all the differences. Here's all the minute differences in, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. So we'll, we'll see. No no date on that. Um, I'm assuming probably before or just after E3, you know what I mean? Um, when is E3, you know? Uh, June normally, right? Yeah, normally June. Is it the same? I thought that was uh, Comic-Con. Probably around the same time. Comic-Con's usually in July. July. Or like... 
Yeah, E3 this year is June 13th through the 16th. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, I would assume something around there, to be honest, because you don't even have a hard date yet, and, and that'll, yeah. that'll probably pop up. Like they 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 do the announcements for the dates like a week before these days. So uh, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, trailer for Rosario Dawson led Haunted Mansion drops. This trailer looked good. This I was like, whoa, what is this? It had like yeah. Owen Wilson. I mean, they got in a, it. Yeah, I was about to say they got a lot of like a lot of more actors. Mm-hmm. Rosario Dawson was in it. Uh, Danny DeVito was in it. So I'm already yeah. sold. Um, looked creepy had a creepy vibe for a disney product um it, a lot of Isn't there's some dutch angles want, though? yeah but i mean i i saw muppets in the haunted mansion <laughs> like we're not on the same same streaming platform movie came out like a year and a half ago you know and you know it was more slapsticky disney it felt very like disney muppets you know that type of thing uh this one though is more of like mm, you know like I'd be more likely to take my my one year old on on the haunted mansion, which I did. He was sleeping though, but more likely to take him on that ride than probably let him watch this movie. To be honest, like it was pretty creepy, a lot of creepy visuals. Um, you know, so there's I don't know. It had like a dark vibe to it. So I was like, oh, this might be like more of a of an adult, you know, appreci- appreciated haunted mansion approach. Because I mean. Did you see Haunted Mansion back in the 90s or early 2000s or whatever with Eddie Murphy? The, Not the, the same vibe. One? Yeah, no. It was <laughs> a very comedic... Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's where my mind goes with it. Amusement park shit. Uh, but this one looks more of like, okay, all right. Little silly, but but really, like, you know, we're not talking about Scooby-Doo here. We're not talking about the Scooby-Doo movies where <laughs> it's got a kind of a creepy vibe, but it's super, like, corny. This is like, okay, so we got some we got some creepy visuals. So uh, check that out. I actually thoroughly recommend checking that, that one out because it looks like it's shot uh, pretty well. Uh, Northampton, Massachusetts, using $20,000 of COVID relief, relief fund to install TMNT, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Man Covers, uh, in their downtown area to reinvigorate <laughs> downtown arts. Um, Very interesting. Well, the Northampton, Massachusetts is where the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles hail from. It's, I guess the creator is from there. Um, okay. And but twenty thousand dollars, twenty grand. <laughs> which I mean, in my mind, is actually it sounds cheap to be honest. Twenty grand yeah. for for I mean. Well, if you ever picked up a manhole cover, <laughs> I have steel. Like whatever, if whatever they're made of, they're installing this in the downtown area to reinvigorate arts, and and you know it's like oh it's you know to show our appreciation for the Northampton, you know, born teenage mutant ninja turtles and yada yada and all that. But uh, I, I'm I'm focusing on the fact that it's from the COVID relief fund. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right, it's like, exactly. Bro, yeah, like <laughs> what the hell? Like, what are you talking about? Like, why? Um, but again, twenty grand seems cheap to me. I mean, how many how many are we talking here? You know, twenty of them. You know, um. So we'll see. We'll we'll have to see a follow up on that. I'm gonna get some pictures. Um, I I couldn't find any pictures, uh, but when I find a picture of the manhole, I'll share it on Twitter for sure. So head on over there and give us a follow with that because uh, I'll keep you in the loop on the Northampton, Massachusetts te- teenage mutant ninja turtle man manhole cover story. Uh, but last one on here, <clears throat> Kenny. Saddens you. EA announces delay on EA PGA Tour. Oh. It's now <laughs> releasing on April 4th. What is that, like a week later? Yeah, something like that. Sounds I mean, I, I, guess, I mean, you kind of 
possibly figured this would happen, especially when it's going to be Masters week. And I mean, like, people are going to be watching the Masters. You know what I mean? Like, give me a week before where I can get into the mood of, to yeah. watch the Masters by playing the course. Um, yeah. I don't I, care their reasoning. I think this is going to backfire on them. I mean, I don't know. It's just a week. People are going to be like, could be in some My thing is, I'm literally not going to be in the state now. <laughs> when yeah. the game comes out, I purchased it. I was hyped. I wanted to stream it. I wanted to play, you know, co-op. I wanted to do all that or, or you know, multiplayer. I wanted to do all that on release day. And it worked out perfectly fine because I was leaving the state, like, you know, a few days later. So I'd have a couple days to play and chill. Uh, but now they just choose to drop it right when I'm not there. And it's like, yeah, selfish. But at the same time, been over this, I despise them changing dates after they take your money. Like, it's not... Yeah, after it, they do pre-orders and stuff, yeah. It should be against the law. Like, I'm, I'm getting angry. <laughs> I'm getting angry at that whole, like, discussion. Because it should, it should absolutely be against the law for them to just... Like, what if they just decide to do it two years later? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, it's two-year delay. You know, what are you going to do? We have your money. Like, you'll wait. You know what I mean? Um, we're just inching towards that, where delays are going to be for everything. For every single thing. DLCs, updates, bug fixes, everything. Everything's going to have a delay uh, because people are allowing it to happen. So I say, if they take your money, they should be beholden to that release date. And if not, they should be start dishing out free shit. They should start, you know, offering refunds and, and all that shit because it's just not appropriate. If a game is not taking pre-orders and they decide to move back the field goal post, you know, uh, then they can do that. You know, and that's perfectly fine. I get it. Uh, but as soon as they take your money, you should have a, of a level of expectation and, and consumers should be uh, respected a little bit more in that. Yeah, I mean, they, they take pre-orders now pretty damn early. When did, um, there was a game recently that did not, um, definitely wasn't Hogwarts because <laughs> that pre-ordered since like last year and shit, but, uh, I mean, there's, there's been a couple games where they're just focused on releasing a, a full experience and yeah. not taking people's money, um, and just releasing the game and it being perfectly fine. You know what I mean? Like. I think pre-orders, we've we've it's like tipping, you know what I mean, at like restaurants and shit. Uh, we were exposed to it for so long that now we feel that it's almost a must. Um, and for those, you know, I'm sorry if you work in the in the food industry. That's my <laughs> tips are for exceptional uh, performance, not to you know uh, alleviate your your tensions on your on your on your pay and shit. Uh, you know, it's like restaurants charging was a get paid five dollars an hour and shit and everything else is based on like on like tips and all that shit uh, whatever i don't want to get into that but at the same time it's like you know these companies they have the resources to make sure this shit can happen they can they can completely decide not to take these pre-orders it's up to them it's just they choose the money they choose the money and then your convenience you know your convenience your experience and your satisfaction comes last and that's really what people should be aggravated about is that the last thing they worry about is making sure that you're happy, you know, and then they do it in the guise of, Oh, we just need this extra five days yeah. <laughs> out of this three years of four years of development. We just need this last six days, five days. Like what's the big deal? A big deal is you have my money and I want my product when I was told, when I was told that I was going to have my product, you know, whatever, whatever. 
you know, my tangent. I knew this one was gonna was gonna hit me. This, this <laughs> yeah. last story and shit. I mean, I don't know how much of a tangent that is. Like, it's it's relevant to delays. Yeah, I don't know. I just that's my personal belief. If they take your money, they should be a lot more, you know, intimidated by your reaction for making shit like this. Yeah, uh, changes like this, but uh, whatever. That is it for the roundup. Super short. Try to drag out a few of those a little bit, <laughs> but other than that, it's like a dozen little stories. Um, nothing too crazy. Mando season three, episode two, premieres what Wednesday, right? Yeah, Wednesday. Yep. Check that out. Um, we'll probably have a little segment in in the roundup from here on out, uh, Garrett. When you want to have bigger sections of things to you know talk about, then let me know. We'll get you in, and uh, we'll focus the 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 shows on those episodes or yeah. key things that happen season season finale definitely make sure you have that one cleared out we're going to need yeah, I, to go over that um you know that should actually work out for the season finale because um the next so right now I'm in the in between two seasons of esports yeah and the next season should be ending right about the time the season finale of Mando comes out so it should be great yeah so we'll make sure to keep that in the loop. That's one of our, our main go-tos, you know? I mean, you're not going to get that with, like, a Marvel show, you know what I mean? <laughs> but Mando, we'll, we'll focus a little bit on each episode to make sure. Yeah, something to celebrate. Some good Star Wars content. Uh, but, you know, as always, I like to go over our uh, our social medias here. At Nerd Chatter Show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Uh, you can find the Nerd Chatter Podcast anywhere you can find podcasts, including Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Audible, Spotify, and basically anywhere else you can find podcasts. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe and follow button or whatever it is on that platform while you're there. Be much appreciated. Uh, all of our episodes are uploaded onto our YouTube channel where we, we do uh, weekly live streams, uh, playing various games and drinking. Probably going to play some Harry Potter today. Haven't played it in like, uh, I don't know, five days or so. I need my fix. Um, also, maybe punish myself with some 2K. See what's up. Uh, <laughs> if you could support us on there, hit us with a sub and like. That'd be uh, appreciated as well. Helps us grow. It's just how the algorithm works. Uh, if you like to support the show, you can head on over to our Discord where we have the free game and Twitter retweet bots. Uh, they're cycling the stories, things that we report on throughout the week, so you can kind of get this information early. Uh, you can also support us by heading on over to our Patreon where you can find some additional segments, behind the scenes, monthly commentary tracks that we're going to get going here soon. I say that every week. Uh, but I need to stop getting sick and blowing out my back and shit, coughing. That would be fantastic. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. You too, Garrett, Kenny. Appreciate it, my friends. Of course. Always, yeah. Thank and, you uh, for having me back. Yeah, yeah. welcome back. Your, your triumphant return. Um, next week, probably have Lucas, Kenny. I'm not sure your availability. I will be out of town. Okay, and uh, yeah, me too, man. I mean, Garrett, you're always free to hop on if you got the the free time. If not, Lucas will be on next week, and uh, we'll be good to go. So. We're going to go ahead and uh, head on out of here. You guys take it easy. Later. Later. Later.